Hello, and welcome back to Podcast in a Pear Tree. We are so excited to have you back for our second to last regular episode of the season. I'm Aaron Lee. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danielle. And tonight we are going to be reviewing the Lifetime film, A Christmas to Treasure. But before we do, what you watching? Tell me about it. No, seriously, like, tell me about it. What are you watching? <laughs> I'm like looking at Samantha. You first? You go? And you, Aaron You go? You want to go? I'll go. I okay, saw go. a Christmas class reunion on Hallmark. It was very regular. It was. Oh, I wanted yeah, to see it that. Was, mm, it was yeah. very regular. It was fine. My mom was telling me about it before I saw it. And I was like, oh, does not sound great. <laughs> it's basically the class of 2007 is going to have their class reunion. They're going to have it at Christmas so they can catch all the people who are coming into town for the holidays. And they are the cursed class. Every social function since prom, reunion, graduation, everything has had major disasters. The main character, L, is determined that this is going to be their year and there's going to be no issues. And then, of course, the hotel that's supposed to host it has a fire in the kitchen. They have to move it to the gym. All the decorations have already been rented out, so they have to find old dusty decorations in the back. But it all turns out fine in the end. Wait a minute. So is this high school? It was a high school class reunion, yeah. But like, who has a 15-year reunion? Do high schools do that? I don't know. I think it was a 10-year reunion. But from 2007? No, maybe, no, it was, no, it was, no, it was 20. No, it, it, I thought it was 20. I thought it was 20. Fif- no, 2007 to 2022. 15. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. that is true. Oh, my gosh. That's wow. Reunions. Hello. I was like, doing that math. Like, what reunion is that? <laughs> what the heck is going on? That's wild. So, it's skippable. Aaron Lee, did you watch the Christmas cookie catastrophe? I remember we were talking about that. What did you I think of that I did watch the Christmas cookie t- catastrophe. I wanted to like it more. Uh, like with the name, the Christmas cookie catastrophe, I had high expectations and it didn't meet. I will say I'm not a fan of that main actor. So I... You put off right away. I know. And he was in Five Star Christmas too. And he put me off there. But Five Star Christmas was just so good. I let them have it. I just think that one was so underrated. That should have been like a big premiere in the beginning, Five Star Christmas. Like we loved that well, one. It should was it towards re- the end? I don't even remember. I just feel like it didn't get the press that it needed because it was a good one. Yeah, well, let's hope that hashtag Xmas gets the press because I loved hashtag Xmas as well. And I thought they were both kind of had that similar, like we've got to lie to somebody and everybody's going to join us on this massive epic lie. I loved and it's it. it's really fun. So many liars, so much fun. Danielle, what have you been watching? Well, I watched something that was Christmas adjacent that I absolutely loved, which was a celebration of the 30th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast celebrating. It was a combination of the animation and they did a live action reenactments of the musical numbers. The reason that really drew me in was the cast. The narrator, and this is related, was the narrator for the whole special was Rita Moreno. And yes, we just talked about with Santa Boot Camp. So incredible as host and the narrator of this. And then we had her as Belle, Josh Groban as the Beast. Lumiere was Martin Short. 
Cogsworth was David Allen Greer. Mrs. Potts was Shania Twain. It was so wonderful and magnificent. I couldn't believe I was able to capture this. And it was just really celebrating the wonderful music of Alan Menken and Howard Ashman and how they herald that, you know, with Little Mermaid and Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast won so many awards and Best Picture, which was unheard of for an animated film. It was the first animated film nominated for Best Picture. It was amazing. And what was really cool is that even at the very beginning of the the live action sequences that they integrated into it were actually done in Burbank at the Walt Disney Studios. And the first scene that where, you know, Belle is walking through the town, she's walking through the Burbank offices and they look exactly like office buildings, but they put little cutouts. It's so cute. Uh, It was amazing. And I felt so many different emotions because then they would cut into some of the original animation and then go into the music. And it's so well done. Uh, Loved it. Wow. I know it's it's a special, but you should catch it if you can on whatever. It's Disney Plus. Disney I believe Plus. it's on Disney Plus. I'm definitely so going to watch that because I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast fan. Me too. Did they, oh, did they That's do my like, era. Did they do some sort of tribute to Angela Lansbury or anything? Yes. So Shania Twain sings um, Beauty oh, and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. And then we we see this this tribute to Angela Lansbury. Oh, that's uh, nice. Because Alan Menken plays the piano. It's <gasps> amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch that this week. I loved yeah. it. So Adding it to much. the list. And Samantha? I've been watching a lot of um, my Christmas classics, but I did watch A Married Christmas. I don't know. I've never seen it. It's I feel like it's on Hallmark, where it's this married couple who's having problems, and then they go to this inn to like kind of rekindle their marriage. (laughs) Samantha, you're describing about 90% of Hallmark's movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new one for this year, but it's not that memorable. It was the same actor in the um, A Dickens of a Christmas. Christmas, that one where he was Christopher like, Palaha. Yes, he was in this one too, I think. I love that last name. Palaha. Oh my gosh. Palaha. <laughs> it wasn't very good, guys. I don't recommend it. But um, I did watch that one and I was like, what is this? <laughs> well, this episode is about a Christmas to treasure on Lifetime. The setup for this movie is that a woman, Mrs. Marley, I believe her name was, has died. And her big ranch style estate type thing is in probate. And she had these six kids that she... <laughs> she wasn't I don't like even the know. foster mother. She just like <laughs> she was like the, the neighbor school. She was the neighbor, but they were, had a really good connection. <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, I'm trying to understand, but yeah, I get it. So, so these six kids, and they like have all these fond memories. It's like, but didn't you have parents? Like, they what? did. Like living next door, <laughs> but the lady next door and her husband them were like was so much better it, yeah and they didn't have children so they like took on this gang of like of neighborhood kids and like, <laughs> it's like they weren't okay. yeah. so anyway, mrs marley has died her estate is in probate and so she sent letters to these six kids <laughs> who are now adults adults and asked them all to come back for like one last Christmas treasure hunt, which I guess is a thing they did. So they all come back to Mrs. Marley's to do this one last treasure hunt. And well, and they're thinking that what they find along the way. Yeah. 
might be treasure or it might be more. Yeah. So they're just thinking. So, okay. Can we go back? Can we agree that this takes place in LA, but they all grew up in Big Bear? Like this cabin estate thing. This isn't, this has to be like. It was shot in Big Bear for sure. Yes. But it feels like they grew up in Big Bear because they're like, let's just go down to LA. Like it feels like that's where this took place. Could be. It's very weird. There's it's so many very- weird there's so many weird elements, but one thing, Aaron Lee, they really showcase the Christmas suits. You know what I mean? I don't even remember that. <laughs> when they when they find the suits and there's a Christmas suit for each of them, you don't remember that? Remember okay, like, so towards there's the like, end, towards the end when yeah. they find oh, when so, they get uh, the dude, it was towards the end. I had tuned out by then. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was like the main event. Oh, it, I, I was gone. <laughs> It was because it was really convoluted too. It's like, what? And now this is happening. And now this is happening. So they had to find these keys to open this <laughs> treasure, but they all found them really easily. Like they're like, okay, let's go find our keys. And then like, oh, here it is. And then they're like, okay, <laughs> let's go to get some pizza. We'll find more tomorrow. Yeah, I just, <laughs> well, and then it was like this thing where, you know, all of them got the letters. And so they're like, ooh, so-and-so, they're probably not going to come back. And one of them's like an NBA basketball player now. No, one of them was an NBA basketball player. That's what I said. Like yeah. one of them is one. Yeah. And then a few of them are trying to start this startup. And then there's the one kid that's an adult that went back to take care of Mrs. Marley when she was ill until she died. And he's looking after her property. There's just so much going on. But then there's like this love story between these two characters that are in the gang, Everett and Austin, Austin, which they fell in love in kind of in high school, but then they had to go their own separate ways. Which I'm not quite sure why. Because Austin wasn't out yet and his parents were really conservative. So they just decided not to be together. And then there's just like a lot going on. And then Mrs. Marley has this like Goonies kind of like <laughs> treasure hunt escape room thing that she wants them to do. Let's go back to the beginning that I want to talk about the two with the startup in LA, where everything is branded. And I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? In that first meeting, the main client is like, okay, what brands? And they're like, imagine this. The shoes are branded. The cocktails are branded. The food is branded. The cupcakes are branded. And I'm sitting there saying, he asked you what brands. You're not answering his question. You are not getting this account. And then they get the account. That's bad. Bad business. (laughs) Well, and then it jumps to one week later, and then all of a sudden they're in Big Bear. I'm just going to say they're in Big Bear because I feel like that's exactly what happened. And then I had to go back and watch that part a few times. So I was like, okay, what... What does that meeting have to do with any of this? And all of a sudden they're at this woman's estate and she died. And I'm like, what What happened to the influencer event? (laughs) I had to write down all of their names because I was trying to keep track of the six main characters. I think I finally picked up on who everybody was maybe about 35 minutes in. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it took me ages. You you guys? Okay, you have the history. Okay, got it. I thought Everett's name was Evan for some reason for a long time. (laughs) I don't know. Well, and they had a full on treasure map that they were looking at right. and they're trying to find okay. their keys and why is there a helicopter in the back <laughs> yeah that's very i mean really every place that they visited for this treasure hunt it's like wow everything's pristinely in place even the part i think some there was like a lemonade stand and then they had to open oh it's in the freezer check the freezer it's a freezer and yet then there's these liquids like, how long has that been there like a year mrs marley has been passed away for a year all this stuff's been there it's weird but danielle why is there a helicopter 
backyard. <laughs> because Clay, the NBA player, he would take them places. They would imagine he would take them places. Oh my God. It was so Seriously, listeners, there is a random helicopter in the backyard. Well, then how about Mrs. Marley made this like really random collage of Everett and Austin's, you know, love affair, affair, basically. It's like an outdoor collage where she hid his key. It's like, what the the hell is that? On the swing parents' backyard, but they're in on it. It was like... Wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, and then all Confused. of a sudden, end, we must have a candy cane carnival at the end we have to pull off. Because well, they was... used to have it in the past every mm-hmm. year. But it's like all of a sudden we're just, it's, we're throwing too much in there. We're trying because to I think I might have so turned much. this off. I don't remember the candy cane carnival either. I remember. Yeah. That's why you don't remember the shit. treasure and then the NBA player being like, well, we don't need it. I'm an NBA player. And right. then the startup in LA being like, well, we just booked that person that I talked out of buying this place so we don't really need the money either so we can give the money to him to buy the house i know and then there's also this random necklace yeah I That's think I thought it was over and turned it off and went to bed. No. Are you telling me there's more to this movie yeah, and I have to go suits. back and watch it? Yeah, because they had the, the suits and then the candy cane carnival. And then that was I a whole thing. Oh, how are we going to people thing. to come to the candy cane carnival? I was like, oh my gosh, we have another issue here. So okay. Mar- I'm sure this Mrs. wasn't on GAC. It was so crazy. Mrs. Marley wanted them to wear these Christmas suits to the carnival. So they opened this trunk and there's all these different Christmas suits for all the men to wear. And then... <laughs> They're wearing these suits to the carnival and they're like, oh my God, it's Christmas Eve. How are we going to do this? And so then all of a sudden, Clive, the NBA player, they're saying that like, oh, it's kind of like a meet and greet with him so they can get people to come to this carnival. It was a lot of ideas. There's so many ideas. And then the ending was so bad. That's the cheese at the end. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is how we're closing the movie. I got mad. I got mad that I sat through that movie <laughs> and watched all of it. I'm like, I why? Why did I I I tried to take notes to follow everything I was watching and I'm I'm disappointed in myself. Why yeah, did you I do just that? go in circles and circles. Yeah. There's another one where I was like, am I watching the right film that we're going to review? <laughs> like I need to check. <laughs> like, okay. Make sure. Grasp at straws here. Find something good. Was there anything good? I have. I really liked the conversation that the lady influencer had when she was talking the guy out of buying the place. The real estate agent brought a buyer to look at Mrs. Marley's house and the woman influencer person, I forget her name. Tipper. Tipper. Her name's Tipper. 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 As in gore? Yeah. Yeah, I, I wrote I wrote it down. It's Tipper. <laughs> okay, Tipper. Austin and Tipper have the influencer business. Yeah, Tipper Gore. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tipper Gore goes out <laughs> to handle this so that the place doesn't get sold. And that scene was really funny. I thought the actor was spot on point with everything she said, and she did a great job, and that entertained me. Well, and I thought going through this whole film, I'm like, what is all of this? But then they find out that the reason that Mrs. Marley made them go through this whole entire thing was that she just wanted Everett and Austin to get together. That was her whole reason for all the keys and the treasure map and the whole thing. I was like, well, that's really heartwarming, but this is also very strange, all of this. <laughs> why did it take an NBA player to come back to Big Bear? And why is there a helicopter in your backyard? Oh my God, there were so many things and the parents were kind of like, oh yeah, Mrs. Marley and her husband, they were like Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Like they were like the best thing that ever happened to this like 
neighborhood. It was weird. I don't even know. know. You know which one I liked better, Danielle, was that one with Lacey Chabert when they all got letters to come to that inn. And then we yeah. thought it, that one was better than this. This was like oh, too yeah. insane. This was yeah. just like too much and, going on. And everybody felt very forced. It didn't feel like there was a natural fit. Even the couples, like even the NBA player, and the, they, they were trying too hard. Mm-hmm. to be believable as a couple. And same thing, I felt like even the Ricky and Tipper ended up kind of like trying to get together at the end. And I was like, this is no, this is no. weird. All, yeah. every, these six, the, I know these six were friends, but you didn't need to pair all of them up. It was not necessary. Right. They didn't need to all date each other in the end. <laughs> May I please drop a bomb on this conversation? What? I was reading up on this and the two main actors are married in real life. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Good for them i'm happy good for them yeah i it hope was... that collage was about them <laughs> <laughs> i hope it was really a, yeah. a real collage they brought in collage. yeah <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> oh man i don't know is this the stinker of the season let's definitely call this lifetimes stinker of the season that's true lifetimes as far as overall i don't know that i could rate it lower than things like a christmas present literally mm-hmm, coming into yeah. this today i didn't realize how much i just liked this film i was like it wasn't so bad and i'm like it was just... wait a minute no it's terrible yeah no it's um yeah but um but I came into this conversation saying, well, this is kind of what I wanted a Christmas present to be. Like and that in a good it, way or something? Or what do you mean? Like, I, I don't know what I mean. It had some heartwarming. It had a little bit of funny. I thought it held my attention, but apparently I turned it off before it was over. <laughs> No, if I know more about the film than you did, then that's bad. It was not a good film. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I sorry. To. I wanted to like it. I'm sorry. I know. I must declare to our listeners, do not watch A Christmas to Treasure unless somebody is paying you. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting minimum wage to watch it for the two hours, go for it. But it's otherwise, solid, no. It's, it's a solid two out of ten candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not sure how solid those candy canes are. (laughs) Oh, Danielle, what do you think? I can't (laughs) add anymore. I literally, I have no words. It's done, folks. This episode is over. Don't go watch A Christmas to Treasure. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to us, though. We really do appreciate it. Please rate and follow. And if you feel so inclined, click the link, write a review. We'd love to hear a few words from you. And find us where you find your podcast. Bye.